It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hi, everybody. Welcome back for Tuesday Talks with the beautiful Amanda. This is the Faithful Biz segment on the Journey Through Stuck on the Divas That Care Network. And join us on the Divas That Care at www.divasthatcare.com for all the amazing women and the positivity. Uh, But I love this segment with Amanda my beautiful sister, we just have a passion for sharing messages of love and hope from the word. There's a lot going on and the world is crazy and it's easy to get cranked up about all the things that are going on, right? The news is telling you, get a vaccine, don't get a vaccine, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. And it's easy to get on one side or the other of that argument. And regardless of how you feel, right? God, if you take an eternal perspective, God already has the answers and he's going to protect mm-hmm. you if you're his child. So focusing on him can help you to don't worry, be joyful. So welcome to today's segment. And I'm so excited to be on with you again. I'm always blessed when I speak with you, Amanda. Me too. I love these chats that we have. They're so encouraging and I'm always excited when when we chat and we plan our topics, because I know it's going to be so encouraging for me as well. Um, my toddler just walked in, so let me get her. <laughs> so, so quick. Our youngest baby. <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay. Well, when um, when you talk when we talked about this topic about being joyful. A few verses popped into my mind and I started thinking about what does that mean to be joyful? And I think we've both heard before how people say, well, I'm not happy because happy is like a feeling. It comes and goes, you know, but joy is much deeper. There's a much deeper root in joy. And we are actually commanded to be joyful and to rejoice in everything. Right. And that can be really hard when we look around and we think, goodness, you know, like, look at all of the things that are going on in this world. There's so much to be concerned about. There's so many things to, you know, get upset about. And look at the political situation, you know, no matter what time in history, you know, there's always stuff happening. And the Bible says, be joyful, rejoice always, right? And the verse right after that is pray without ceasing right? First Thessalonians 5, I think it's like 16 and 17. Um, rejoice always, but also always be connected to God and be lifting up all of these things to him because you can't have one, you can't separate those. You can't just rejoice always. And, and that's it, you know, like our connection to God is what gives us that joy. And so, um, I feel like Jesus really explains it very clearly in John 15. John is a great book of the Bible to start with. If you have, if you aren't a Bible reader, 
Maybe you look at the Bible and you're like, I'm going to start with Genesis and just read the whole thing. That can be hard, especially when you get to Leviticus. And number. Um, number, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when someone comes to me and they say, I just want to start reading the Bible more. Where do I start? I always start with John because every single book of the Bible points to Jesus. And John helps us get to know who Jesus is. And that's the point of his book. He wrote these things that we would know Jesus, that we would know who Jesus was and what he did. And so um, John, I love the book of John. And so John 15, Jesus talks about um, being in him. Abide in me, John 15, 4. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. We have to be connected to Jesus. We have to be rooted and in in him. What is what does that mean? It means to be incorporating his word into every space in your life, to be um saturated with the Bible, with with who he is, allowing his word to influence and guide your actions and your words and your thoughts. And I was talking to someone last week and they say, well, this is just how God made me. And I'm like, yes, but go put that against the word of God because the word of God is transformative. Yes, God does make us and give us gifts and talents and blessings, but there's also the flesh and the flesh is going to fight against the spirit. And we have to be in the word to be able to, to fight against the spirit, to have the power to, to say no to those flesh, fleshly desires and those tendencies and those habits that don't honor him and strive for holiness, you know, just wanting to be near to the Lord. So anyway, it says, um, by this, my father is glorified that you may bear much fruit. And so prove to be my disciples as the father has loved me. So I have loved you abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, commandments you will abide in my love just i just as i have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love these things i have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full so if we lack joy if we are lacking you know if we are feeling worried if we are feeling just a deep sorrow and uh, i mean i think we can have a deep sorrow for the world, just like Jesus did. He mourned over Jerusalem. You know, he wept for people that didn't believe, didn't have faith in who he was. He had a deep sorrow for them, but we can have joy knowing that we are in Christ. And he is telling us very clearly, this is how you have fullness of joy. And in, um, in the Old Testament it says, at the Father's right hand, there's fullness of joy. So, I mean, there are some times in my life where I'll, I'll be really happy. I'll be, I'll look at my home and I'll just be so thankful for my family and for what God has provided me. But I have felt just the depths of joy when I am leaning into God, when I'm having time, when I have time where I can really just dig into his word and reflect on who he is and, and know him more intimately the joy that that is connected to that is deeper than any other experience i've ever had whether i've been looking at a mountain or beautiful sunrise or sunset or 
looking at my kids and just feeling so much love for them. The joy that comes from being near God is above and beyond any of those things. Any any high that you can get from passing pleasures, got the joy that's found in Christ is so much bigger and so much better. And what's what's um what's so cool is that he is the author of joy and all these good things that we feel, all the love that we feel, the happiness that we feel, those are just dim reflections of this beautiful, complete joy that we find in who God is and who he is. And so we might be like, well, you know, I'm a Christian and I'm just not experiencing that much joy. What do I do? I'm still worried all the time. I'm still frustrated. I'm still anxious. I'm just not experiencing a lot of joy. So, I mean, we just go back to what, what Jesus says here, you know, abide in my love. Learn how we can press into God. Learn about Jesus. God says that he will come if we draw near to God and he will draw near to us. Amen. And how do we draw near to God? Through his word. And through prayer. Not through not through watching things on television or scrolling through social media or, or chasing after wellness or a job or physical fitness. Like these are all things that are going to be so temporary and brief. But what provides that real lasting abiding joy is pressing into who Jesus is and knowing him on a deeper level. And it's never going to get boring. It's never going to get tiring. It's not going to get old. You can come to the Bible again and again and again, every single day in our lives. And it will always be something new for us to learn something for us to, to grow something, yep. something that convicts us and says, this is an area in your life you need to work on. <laughs> And it's hard, but when we press through that, there's so much joy on the other side. And I feel like a lot of us hold back because we're afraid. Like if I press in too much, then what if I, what if I change or what if um, people don't like me anymore or, you know, but it's worth it. The joy that we have in God is worth anything, everything. It's worth everything. Amen. Oh, I love that. And, and you're so right about the word. The first time I read it, when I came back after a long time of being away, I wasn't sure what I was looking at, but I was like, I'm going to get through this. So I pulled out a journal and started making notes. I mean, in other books, we'll make notes and we'll underline because we really want to understand it. And by treating the Bible the same as something you truly want to understand, as opposed to something you're checking off your list, God will start to open it up. And now I could lose day and I hate to say lose but days just studying and there are certain books that I never thought I'd even understand and now I can't get enough of them like the minor prophets and Daniel but God will open up the parts that I don't know it's just neat how one person will be interested in the tabernacle and I'm like okay well that's a lot of math <laughs> right but me I'm like oh my gosh all this stuff on the end times and the things that are going to happen and yet yeah, scary there's going to be a lot that's happening but I just glorify God I get so excited because we see all these things predicted and it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, things that were predicted, like even Israel coming back as a country, they had their own language that came from nothing, right? He pulls Abraham out of an idolatrous country, sends him off, tells him he's going to have this land, grows to be millions of people. 
Then they're scattered. How many times God keeps bringing them back and their language never dies. That's never happened with any other country ever. Right. Just that in itself is enough of a miracle for us to know there has to be a God because we just right or look at one tree. You know, I don't know. I just see the wonder of God everywhere and his word. I don't I can't get bored in there. It's so amazing. And if you take your problems there, he gives you an answer. When I feel fearful or skeptical or anxious or I'm going to run out of money or how's this going to work? I go, God, that's a spirit of fear, which is not of God. He's, yeah. he's chaos, right? He's peace yeah. and he's love. And he'll bring that. Right? He'll clear out that clutter and he'll bring that love. And anyway, I just get so excited. My spirit yeah. was jumping. And you're so right. Like the more we get into his word, the more the Holy Spirit is able to bring that to our mind when we have worry, when we have stress, when we have anxiety, when we're dealing with situations where we're like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I don't know how to respond to this. The Holy Spirit will be like, okay, that verse that you read in John or that verse that you read in Colossians or that verse you read in Psalms. You know, even the verse you read in Deuteronomy, you know, like all of these things are applicable to our lives exactly where we're at. And I mean, the Bible even tells us the Bible has the Bible. God tells us in his word, I have given you everything you need for life and godliness in the word. Amen. And I think so many has to think oh, it's just a book. It's just a book. You know, there's a lot of religious books out there. It's just a book. The Bible is the only book that is transformative. It is transformative. We can transform our attitude, our thoughts, our mindset. No matter how many mindset trainings you do out there that are telling you to say these affirmations, you know, <laughs> if they're just words, I mean, that's one thing. But if it's the word of God it will absolutely transform your mind, your attitude, your perspective on what's the, the history of the world. Like you were saying, like, yeah, like the end times are a guarantee. We're not going to be able to get, a, get out of that. Like <laughs> there's some tribulation and some persecution that are absolutely going to happen. Like yep. it's inevitable, but you know what happens after that? God wins. Like, Apron. <laughs> you know, like yep. we can actually say, I'm okay knowing that end time is inevitable because my God wins. The Amen. Bible tells me that. And if someone's like, well, the Bible isn't, you know, it's, it's full of errors and contradictions. I'm sorry. It's not, it it's is not. infallible from Verse one, word one to the very end. There's no errors. There's no contradictions. And that's why it's it's transformative. It cuts through this right to the heart, the soul and spirit. It yep. gets deeper than any philosophy. It's amazing. That's where the joy is right here. Get to what? Yes, even when things are bad. And actually, that's the most joyful is when you can really press into God when you feel stressed or, uh-oh, did I lose her? I don't know if that was me. Looks like she unplugged. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I may have lost Amanda. When you're stressed or you're worried or frustrated, if you go to the Word, God really can um, provide that joy. There she is. <laughs> 
I was like, where'd she go? I was like, she's gone. I got kicked out. <laughs> My internet dropped. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I was love. I love what you were saying about God wins. It's literally like the Super Bowl of the world, and we already know the outcome. God is going to win, right? And and we can sit on the edge of our seats and bite our nails and be frustrated, or we can just know God's going to win and press into Him. Good times, bad times, upside down. But the more the more joyful, the the most joyful times I've had is when I pressed into Him when I'm really stressed and I can feel that peace. And then He 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 gives an answer. And regardless of what it is, you know, that's his plan. That's amazing. Uh, this has helped yeah. me today. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. One more thought. I was just uh, yeah. thinking about this the other day about how I've had people tell me, Amanda, you you just haven't had the struggles that I've had. You just haven't had the life that I had. You, you've had a cozy, cushy life. You've got privilege. You have you know, you're, you've got things and you're stable and whatever, like you just don't understand the, the struggles that I've had in my life. So um, you can say all these things about having joy, but that doesn't apply to me because I've been through stuff. I've been through a lot of stuff and I don't, I just don't know if, if God's joy is enough for me. I don't know if, that, if there's an, enough, I don't know if, I could find the joy that you found in God's word because of the stuff I've been through. And, you know, when someone has said that, when people have said that to me, I'm like, you're right. You know, like God has kept me. He's been so gracious to me. He has protected me in a lot of situations where bad, bad things could have happened so many times. I recognize that. Um, I made a lot of very foolish decisions and the Lord has graciously said, I'm, I'm protecting this one for some reason. I don't know, but he's been very gracious in that way. But here's the thing. I know people that have been through stuff, a lot of really heavy, hard, difficult things, who will say the same things that I've said, who have found their joy in the Lord, who love his word, who say, I've been through stuff, but God is it. He yeah. is the source of my joy, all my peace. I've had a journey. I've had trials. I've had struggles. I've been through depression. I've been through thoughts of suicide or attempted suicide. I've been on the streets. I've had, you know, my parents abandoned. I mean, like, there's been, there's stories from every walk of life, every mm -hmm. scenario, every single background, every story who know God is real, his joy is full and his word is true. So just because I'm saying this and you might be like, oh, this, this little girl in Texas, she doesn't know. Like, don't take my word for it. You know, there are other people out there who love him and have been through this stuff, who've been through it. So it's possible. His word is true and he is a good God and he's He's given us, he gave us fun so that we can experience that joy. Amen. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing on joy. And if there's anyone out there struggling with joy or frustration, and some verses or some prayers or um, you don't have a Bible and you want one, I've got some at my house. I'd love to gift them to some people. So please reach out to Amanda or I and let us know what we can do to help you. Um, but getting with the Lord is the way to find your true joy. That'll make it through everything. Thank you so much again, my dear. It's always awesome to see you. <laughs>
Thank you, friend. All right. And we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.